What is going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode of the Good Men Exist podcast with your host, me, Jarrell. First of all, I want to thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the episode, please feel free to tell a friend about it. Tell a family member. Be sure to tweet me. Everything is in the show notes, but I'll make it easy for you. You can tweet me at Jarrell, G-M-E, J-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-M-E. And that's the same thing on Twitter. The same thing on TikTok. The same thing on Instagram. Hit me on any of those platforms and I'll definitely get back to you. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Welcome to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. And you already see what today's topic is. The I in team. You've always heard the saying there is no I in team. But I am here to tell you that there, in fact, is a silent and invisible I in team when it comes to these relationships. And I'll tell you why. But let me first break it down like this. Before we get into relationships of any kind, friendships, friendships that turn into relationships or people who you've talked to with the intentions of relationships from the get go, no matter what it is, typically we come into those situations and we are independent, right? We may have other friends that we talk to from time to time, maybe every day, maybe every other day, but there is no one in our lives that we interact the most with. Than a significant other but before we ever get there we're just out here living our lives doing our thing we're hanging out with our friends we're trying new things experiencing new places traveling the world wine tasting europe texas doesn't matter where or what it is we're always doing something or maybe our happiness comes from developing ourselves In our career, maybe it's yoga, working out, the whole fitness lifestyle. We have very distinct things that we're into and we focus on those and we enjoy our time doing those things. We're I. We're the capital I. Sure, we can still help others. Sure, at times we can put others before us. But for the most part, when we have no other obligations, I'm not talking about kids. I'm not talking about family. Strictly talking about, you know, for the most part, if you're in a situation where you are by yourself outside of your cat or your dog, you're you, you're I. And then this weird thing happens. We meet someone. And in some cases, not all, we begin to enjoy our time with them. We begin to want to spend more time with them. We begin to do some of the things they like to do. You get my point and where I'm going here. So after a while, we're like, shucks, this person's fairly awesome. And then not only do we increase the things 
that this person likes to do. Not only do we increase our interest in who they are, we then begin to cater to them in more than one way. Sure, I like fish, but he or she's not really a fish person. So I'll decline on the fish dishes and focus more on the chicken dishes. Sure, I like my shows, but he really doesn't like to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I'll just watch that on my own, I guess. Even though I'll watch NFL football with him all damn Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Sure, when I go to the gym, I just like to hit the weights while she likes to stay on the treadmill and do yoga. I'm not really into that yoga stuff. But since we drove in the same car, I guess I have to stay. Again, you see where I'm going. In relationships, subconsciously and in the beginning, consciously, we become dependent on this person in one way or another. When it's light, it's fine. Because typically, in a healthy relationship, I am giving whatever my all is to you. And you are giving whatever your all is to me. So we work. So we compromise. So we communicate. To better understand one another. We focus on what we would like our relationship to be. And then we work towards that. Consciously. And as we all know, our conscious leads our subconscious. So what we work for. Intentionally. The rest falls in place. So when we begin to focus and cater to the other person too much, we're no longer independent because we're trying to make sure that the smile on their face stays that way. Sometimes in spite of the smile on our face. So when I say that there's an I in team, there needs to be an I in a relationship. So what I mean by that is I am one trillion percent for teams. I 100% believe in the team aspect of a relationship. I will always support you right and wrong. Now, when we are in a situation by ourselves, I may address how you handled it or what you said in the situation and why I think that you may were wrong, but I will never turn my back on you in that situation. But that's part of a healthy communication. If you don't have it, then I got it for us. And if I don't have it, you got it for us. When I'm down, I know you're going to pull me up. We're a team. We move together. We're inseparable in mindset, but should be separate at times for us as an I for yourself. Too often we get to catering to someone else. That we lose the joy that we had before they came into our lives. We forget about the things that we enjoy doing. All the things that we used to do declined. And I'm here to say as much as you should move as a team. Team in this case. Spelled T-I-E-M. Not T-M. That's not how you pronounce it. It's still pronounced team. But we just replacing the A with I. This is the I-N team. In relationships, we cannot lose ourselves in spite of who we're with. Any 
healthy relationship, that person should always push me to be the best version of myself, whether I'm in the picture or not. While I will remain in the picture and support them in the picture and love them because I'm in the picture, I still know that there's a sense of self that they must maintain for us to be happy. So when your girls want to go for a night out and we've been together the past four nights, although we were like, hey, maybe we should go to the movies and just have a night out. There's no reason why I should say, you know what? Don't go out with your girls. We I thought we said we were going to the movies, but we've been together four nights. You hung out with your girls before we got together. There's no way that I'm going to start restricting what you used to do. I mean, unless it's like single shit, but there's no way that I'm going to tell you to stop doing things that you used to do that you enjoyed when you were by yourself, when it was just you, your cat, you, your dog, you, your friends, you, your family. Sure, there are things that we can do together, but I should never be the person to tell you no for anything that makes you happy. Because generally, if we're compatible, I trust you enough to know that whatever you do will be in respect of me and whatever I do will be in respect of you. Well, knowing that if we're together and the girls want to go to the club and of the six of y'all, four of them are single. I know that the dudes will buy y'all drinks all night. That's just what they do. But if a guy singles you out to buy you a drink specifically and, and forgets about your girls, then that's where their respect for me comes in. And that's not something that I question. Just like I wouldn't buy any woman a drink at a lounge because we are one in mindset, but separate in us. There are times that we can do things together. Maybe there's a trip that your family takes every year and maybe we're new in the situation maybe we've only been dating for four months and it just so happens that your trip falls in there and you're not ready to let your family know about me i shouldn't be like well you shouldn't go to that this is something that you guys have done traditionally throughout the years there is no place where i have to tell you no what people forget is that i and team represents the happiness that you had before i came into your life that shouldn't stop because i'm here now that shouldn't stop because you're here now. That I is the vacations you took with your family. That I is the time that you spent with your friends. That I is the hobbies that you do that provide you peace and help you relax. That happiness that you used to do on your own is one of the most important reasons why our relationship should work. The happiness that you brought from your life should equal to a certain extent the happiness that I brought from my life. If I am unfulfilled in certain areas of my life where I don't find happiness and then I try to bring some of that which I lack into this relationship, we will never be full. At 50 and 50, if you bring 50%, which is your whole, and I bring 50%, which is my whole, and then we fill up our glass and we're full, that's for a reason. Not to say that that can't fluctuate because it can. Life happens. Sometimes kids happen. Sometimes financial struggles happen and that shifts our focus. Sometimes other stresses that happen shift our focus. But I should still be able to rely on two sets of happiness. The happiness that I had coming into this relationship and the happiness that you bring. But 
under no circumstances should my happiness entirely rely on you because then I become dependent on you to make me happy. And that's unsustainable. We can't we can't work well that way. I need you to be happy for you first. And then I need you to be happy with me because at any point in time, if I'm lacking in an area, you will feel that more than ever because you're not first fulfilled with yourself. That happiness also comes from healing. You can't come into a relationship with me until you have released all the triggers from your last situations. I'm not saying you can't remember because unfortunately or fortunately, they are part of who you are today. And if I'm in love with you, that's part of what I fell in love with. You with all your scars. I'm not here to heal you. I need you to heal yourself before you come into this situation. And that's part of that. I, these are the things that you must do. I must first be healed. I must first be happy. I must first be fulfilled because if I am not, I'm going to make things difficult for us to maintain in a healthy manner long-term because in relationships, things are never going to be 100% equal at all times. There are going to be times where I'm not going to have the energy that I'm not going to have the mental strength to put 100% of myself into every situation that we have. And it's not your job to make up something that I don't feel for me personally. For example, if I'm depressed because I lost my job and now our household is struggling, I can't expect you to talk me out of depression. I can't expect you to love me out of depression. I can't expect you to sex me out of depression. It is something that I have to work on myself because it is not something that was caused by you. You can still support me, but you can't make me happy out of my depression. That is something that I have to work on myself. And to truly understand myself is what's going to enable me to get out of that rut a lot quicker. But if I'm only band-aiding things of issues that I already had before you. And now we've had such a good time swimming in our ocean of happiness that that bandaid has fallen off. Now it's open. The salt's in the wound and I feel it. And because I feel it, you feel it. And now our relationship will suffer. So it's important in me to come into this situation as whole as possible. It's important for you to come into any situation in your life as whole as possible. This even applies to friendships to a lesser extent because you don't rely on friendships as much as you do as relationships. But bad situations with friends, you can't allow that to think that every new friend that you meet or every new situation is going to end up like the last one. There's going to be some people who play you for the worst. Sure, it happens. It's people. They have different agendas at different times. But if you go into any friendship or any relationship thinking that the worst is going to happen at all times, you're not putting your best forward first for yourself. So that's why I say you have to maintain a certain sense of self before you get into a relationship. All the things that you used to do, obviously, with respect to your new situation, your new relationship, you still need to make time to do to maintain that level of happiness outside of that. So you can support the relationship with your new person the way you should. But at the same time, also understanding that you're still a team. You won't agree on every single thing because we're humans. But you still have to move like that person means something to you 
even in a disagreement. But what you can't do is expect that person to always understand you and always cater to you to keep a smile on your face. Sometimes we may give in as men or women just to end the argument, but there still has to be passion there. There still has to be a love there that's going to maintain it because you are still complete with yourself. So there is an I in team. You're damn sure is one in a relationship. So if you didn't get this, you know, saying, then hell, make a relationship and put the I in there. My point is this. Bringing your best self to a relationship will always benefit you. Now, if the other person doesn't bring their best self to the relationship, then hey, it struggles. But if that person does and you do and you maintain that happiness and then bring that joy as one, it makes everything that much more easy. It makes everything that much more maintainable. It allows that connection to go and grow deeper. Still make them your focus, but never lose focus of what made you happy to begin with. So this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but hopefully you get the point, man. I feel like that's not something that I have to drive home. Love yourself before you can love anyone else. It's simple. And if you keep that as a forefront of your focus, hopefully that will help shine light on other areas in your life. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you haven't followed me on all my social media platforms, be sure to do so. Jarrell GME, DM me, tweet me. Like I said, I'm going to start doing live shows for those of you that want to hop on here. I know some of the ladies feel like they haven't been heard. Well, ladies, your time is coming. So get ready. So hopefully you guys are being safe out there still. I appreciate all the support. And as always, be great people. All we got is us. All we got is-